cheaper than rehab. Mimosas with friends. <laughs> Target dollar section. <laughs> Sitting on the front porch with your best friend under blankets. <laughs> Listen to this podcast. Cheaper, cheaper than, than rehab. rehab. Hey. Hey. Welcome back. Hey, what's up? Oh, wait, it's not a welcome back. It's a hi. Well, well it's a hi, hello, always welcome back. <laughs> and if this is your first time here. Welcome home. Aww. Aww. <laughs> we're so glad you're here, especially on a day that we're talking about friendship. Friends. How many of us have them? <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> Fallon smells like beef and cheese today. <laughs> I do. I can't stop smelling smell my hands. smell like beef and cheese. And you celery. S- you sit on your throne of lies. <laughs> Name that movie. Beef and cheese. Throne of lies. I'm lost. Elf. I knew it. I was like, is it, it's something with Will Ferrell, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it made sense. Absolutely. I would have thought of it eventually. Eventually. You know. What's up? Nothing much. How's life? It's, it's life. Yeah. Yeah, life is coming hard and fast lately, but. Right? We're pivoting. 2023 has been a year. Pivot! Girl. Yeah. Pivot! Yeah. Serpentine! Serpentine! <laughs> Pivot! Yeah, so, um, yeah, not bad. How about you, Tiff? I'm good. I'm hanging, chilling. Nothing nothing to report. <laughs> nothing to report in the Crawdads family. Good. Nothing to report. Is this is this going to be, like, just a bunch of, like, movie quotes for, like, the next 10 <laughs> Why not? <laughs> you know we don't watch the same movies, We Tiff. don't watch the same movies. And yet we're still friends. I know. How do I we know. do that? I know. I'm still mulling over what rom-com I'm going to make you watch. As long as it's not The Notebook. Oh, what's the, um, what's one that people, 27 Dresses I hear a lot about. Ugh. No? I'm not a Katherine Heigl fan. Me either. I just saw a thing on her last yeah. night and that's what made me I am a James it. Marsden fan, but I'm not. He's so adorable. He's adorable. Isn't and he talented. So... He's mm-hmm. incredibly talented. He's just so charming. He. It, it's the charm. It is. It's definitely He's got the, the same type of charm that Paul Rudd has. Yeah. And I love Paul Rudd too. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Me too. I'd be friends with them if I could. You would? <laughs> okay, so on... Um, So you would be friends with him. Okay, so if you had to pick a TV show about friends. TV show about friends. Like, where would you fit in the best? Oh, yeah. You you know it's it's living single. Oh, yeah, for sure. (laughs) And as white as I am, I feel like it's living single for me, too. (laughs) I know, but did we talk about which characters we would be? We did at one time, yeah. So, okay, so living single, Mm -hmm. Queen Latifah. Right, you Khadijah. Yeah, side note. My robot vacuum is named Clean Latifah. Love it. Just kidding. Oh. I mean, it is, but I'm just saying. <laughs> I told you I named mine Rosie. After Rosie, the yeah, that's awesome. Okay, so I would be a Khadija mm-hmm. for sure. A Khadija. You are a uh, Rage Claire. A Rage Claire. Yeah. I'm like half Regine, half Sinclair. Yeah. Uh, it just it just depends on what part of the week you catch me. <laughs> Definitely Regine on the weekends. Sinclair most other times. Sinclair most other times. But who do we want to be? Max. Max. Everybody wants, wants to, to be, be Max. Max. <laughs> it's like on Friends. Everybody wants to be F- 
Phoebe. You don't want to be Phoebe. I don't. Phoebe gets under my skin. Does she? I'm, 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 I'm definitely a Monica though. You think so? You don't think I am? No. I'm not neurotic enough. You're not that neurotic. Okay, good. No, absolutely not. I think, but you're definitely not Rachel. Oh yeah, no, no, no. I'm not a Rachel. You're a Chandler. I'm a- I am a Chandler. You're Chandler. Married to a Chandler. You are Chandler. <laughs> Thousand percent Chandler. I am a Chandler. You are. You know what? Uh-huh. I'm here for Why it. do we have to identify with the women characters? You're definitely a Chandler. For sure. Did you ever watch um, How I Met Your Mother? Mm-mm. I watched <clears throat> some of it, like not all of it, um, but not enough to like be like, oh, that's me or whatever. No, I never watched How I Met Your Mother. Or, I did watch Big Bang Theory. Oh, did you? I did. Well, I, I didn't. Oh, well, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> Fallon lives in a house full of scientists. Mad scientists. They are the STEM family. Mm-hmm. They are the STEM family. <laughs> I just make them dinner. <laughs> Their brains, the way that your boys in your household, they function is just next level no yeah next level crazy yeah that i can get with yeah that i could definitely get with how about golden girls i think if it were golden girls i'd be dorothy would i be a no No, you're not a dorothy who who would i be i don't know i don't i don't know Uh, Uh. maybe we're just not old enough do you know those bitches on Golden Girls were only like 60? Yeah. yeah. I do not want to look like that when I'm 60. Have you seen like the side-by-side comparisons of like pictures of women in their 40s during like the 1950s and 60s versus what women in their 40s look like now? It's incredible. It is day and night. Yes. I don't know why women back then were in a rush to be so damn matronly because it is like Helmet hair with aqua with with aquanet yes and very high uh very high uh, what do you, like mock necks yeah yeah girl I'm I'm gonna tell you though I'm gonna tell you though what stretchy waist pants used to be for the old people who first <laughs> and now they're for everybody but see at one time. Mm-hmm. It was like the young people wore jeans or the young people wore dresses. And then the old ladies would go to Sears and get the stretchy... Oh, belks. Belks. <laughs> and get the stretchy... in bells. Florida? Yes. Their bells used to be here. Really? Yeah. They, they, went, they went under after COVID. But yeah, there used to be bells here. But it wasn't like bells in Florida. Oh, like it's okay. a totally different... I mean, it was the same company, but... I feel like it was better in mm. Florida than it was here. Or Spiegel. Spiegel. Shout out to last week's episode. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but remember, like, it was like old ladies wore the stretchy pants that were like high waisted and mm-hmm. they were like comfy. Now we can do that. But we couldn't do that back then. I won't buy pants if they're not stretchy. Even jeans. They, My jeans are literally yoga pants with a button. Yeah. <laughs> Every single one of them. I could hit a split if I could do splits. Could. I could hit a split in that mug like right then and there. I want to see that. It's got to have at least 2% spandex or I'm not putting it on my body. I am. I am. Yeah, but you got the curves to go with it, girl. Go back. Yeah, you do. Go back. Fire. <laughs> I 
am living in linen pants this summer, just so you know. Yes. Yes. I love linen in the sun- summer. I just bought a pair at Costco the other day for $14, most comfortable things. They fit perfect. They were the perfect length. Really? Yes. The only thing I don't like them is they don't actually drawstring. Um, They're the fake drawstring, which yeah, that yeah. might not work for you. No, no, no. Because you know linen pants, they fit amazing in the morning and then by afternoon, mm-hmm. they've lost all shape. Yeah. So you have to make sure that you have that drawstring so it's like a cute kind of baggy as mm-hmm. opposed to dumpy diapers. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. But I. But around the house, I'll throw those babies on. <laughs> you wear pants around the house? <laughs> fancy <laughs> we fancy like that in this house girl <laughs> if i put pants on I if have. i put pants on it's got at least two bleach spots on them well i have adults that live in my house that bring other adults into the house so oh, i gotta throw pants on is that is i have to wear pants i have to wear a bra right because at any time, like, 20-year-olds could be walking into my house. This is true. I, I will pick my kids up from the bus stop at 3 in the afternoon in my robe. In my robe. That's living. That's, that's sad. That's the dream. That's functioning depression. <laughs> <laughs> High functioning. <laughs> so there's this movie called Hope Floats. Uh-huh. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. Is it a rom-com? It is. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's it's an old one with Sandra Bullock and Harry Connick Jr. And she actually takes her daughter her lunch and her robe. And she's like, honey, here, here's your, you forgot your lunch. And her daughter is like mortified. <laughs> she goes home. Her mom's like, uh, you need to take a shower. You, you got to take need, a shower. You need to get your shit together. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Someday. Someday we'll get it together. You know, when, when the kids start bringing their grown-up friends by, then I'll put a bra and some pants on. And see, all of these things are so surprising about me, about you. Really? Yes, because the first time I met you, mm-hmm. I did your photo shoot, your family photo shoot, yes. at the insistence of your mother. Mm-hmm. Y'all need to do pictures, and you got to take pictures, and you have to take pictures, and my babies are growing up, and you have to meet wait, Tiffany. Wait, wait, no, no, no. You have to do pictures with your cousin. With your cousin. <laughs> with... Because if if you guys weren't of relation, then she she wouldn't have said anything. Oh, got you, got you. It was more about getting us connected. Uh huh. Got you, got you. Which you know, shout out to mom. Shout out to mom. She knew (laughs) this time. (laughs) She was right. Way to go, Faye. This time, this time you were right. We're gonna give you props for this one. She was right about you, and she was right about Billy. Was she? She was. Wow. She was. So shout out to mom. Shout out to Faye. Loving you today. But I met you for the first time doing your photo shoot downtown San Antonio. I remember I was parked in the parking lot waiting for you to show up. I had no idea who you were, what you looked like, because you are a ghost on social media. So I couldn't even Google you. And um, I remember seeing you guys get out of your car. And you're like in this long, beautiful maroon dress with your perfect curls, carrying your Louis Vuitton (laughs) (laughs) with your gorgeous husband and your perfect children. And y'all are just like, hi, I'm Fallon. And these are the kids. And this is Billy. And oh, my gosh. And y'all fucking magazine level gorgeous. You know what? I clean it well. That's what it is. (laughs) Gorgeous. And I'm like, I could never be friends with her. She is like every level of perfection. 
I work from home and like my kids and like, yeah, my husband's so smart and I'm so beautiful. And I'm just like, yeah, yeah, that's exactly what I said. I'm sorry. I have sweat like rolling down my face right now. <laughs> and we and we went from that to what did you tell me you would do to me today if I forget you? Burn your fucking house down. <laughs> Oh, I didn't just tell you, girl. I bought you a candle with it on there. Yeah, with it printed on there. So every time I'm around fire, I'll think of you. Thank you. I went from, I can't be friends with her, to, I will kill you. I will kill you. (laughs) To, I'm sorry, you didn't consult with me on what you're doing this semester? Like, (laughs) no, ma'am. And so, yeah. And so that's kind of how our friendship was born. And then it was like, oh, we should get together. Oh, we should have dinner. Oh, we should meet each other. Right. By the way, this episode is about friendship, if you couldn't tell. I don't know if we stated that explicitly. Okay. We did. But that's okay. (laughs) She's like Dory. I am. Ten second Tom. Just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. Do you know who Ten Second Tom is? I don't. Do you know why? Why? Because it's from a rom com. Oh, is it? Yeah. I mean, never mind. (laughs) These jokes just write themselves. (laughs) A late night podcast. (laughs) It's like a work on my material. Oh, God. Not suitable for work, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Ten second Tom. Sure don't know him. <laughs> you were going to deny our listeners of that joke? Oh, that's just the intro to the joke. <laughs> Y'all wait for my late night sessions. Ooh, we should do those. We should. We should. Would you guys listen? Would you guys listen to a late night session of like like cheaper than rehab, Tiffin Fowl unhinged. Uncut, like B B E T at night. Uncut, unhinged. <laughs> unedited, unbleeped. That'll be the last episode <laughs> ever. That's okay, cancel us. It's like canceling cable, cable. television, local cable television. Cancel us. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Okay. Bringing it back. Bringing it back. But yes, that is how we met. That is how we met. And then we, we started walking together. We did because Zach was mentoring well, Jaden while training him. Yeah. And we had all that downtime to just walk and talk. Uh-huh. What did you think about me doing those 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 early walks? Well, I learned that we were both very forgetful because I remember one time we went for a walk. We didn't take any water with us. Yeah. And we live in Texas, guys. Like, South Texas. In the summer. Oh, it doesn't even need to be the summer. It could be dis- It could be September and yeah. we have triple digits. It could be next week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Facts. And so we didn't take any water and we both forgot our phones. Nice. And, and we were just like, you were like, let's just go this way. Let's just go that way. We had no idea how long we had been walking. We had n- no watch. No watch. We had no water. Mm-hmm. And then when we showed up back at your house, Zach was like, "Uh, I needed to leave for training like 20 minutes ago. <laughs> oh, <Aww>. sorry. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> but then you realize, wow, time flies when you're having fun. Absolutely. But and this what, girl is always fun. But what were some of the things that we said about friends when we were walking? Do you remember? Yes. Now that I've had a chance to talk to my PR team, I do remember. <laughs> um, uh, I was very anti-labels. Mm-hmm. And you were totally against having a younger friend. Yeah. Because I had one. Uh-huh. And that was enough. That was Mal. Shout out, Mal. <laughs> um, 
you know, but just that whole imbalance, right, of feeling like, well, if I have a younger friend, she's not like, I'm going to be mentoring her and she's not going to be able to give me anything back. Right. You were like, I don't like to put labels on friendships. My only best friend is my husband. Right. Like, that's it. Right. And you were just like, wow, codependent much? (laughs) (laughs) This girl's got issues. Let me tell you about the toxicity of your marriage. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) But no, yeah, we were, we were, we were, it's so funny because we went into, I don't even think we approached this like we were trying to get to know each other as being friends. We were just like... Oh, okay. Your son is older and plays basketball, and my son is younger, and then we're related. So let's, you know, let's just hang out when we need to. Yeah. And now, if it's been more than a week since we've seen each other, it feels like eternity. Eternity. I know. Eternity. I know. Yeah. Crazy how that worked out. It is. Am am I a good younger friend? You're a great younger friend. (laughs) Thanks. You are. You pour into my life. Am I your best friend? Best. You better say it. (laughs) B-E-S-T. Cuffed for life, baby. My beast friend. (laughs) That's probably more like it. That's probably more like it. That's probably more like it. But yeah, yeah. It was interesting. I think um, reflecting on my closest friendships... I didn't go into any of them with the intention on becoming friends. Right. Not one. And I think it's so funny. I, I think there's something there about just kind of that organic connection. Right. You know what I mean? It wasn't forced. It, 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 there were no expectations. Mm-hmm. And I think that creates a really fertile soil for a friendship to grow. Right. right. And we've been growing our friendship for three years, but we... We're very, I feel like we were very upfront about what our expectations were in friendship. Mm -hmm. And the number one, the absolute number one thing that we decided on between the two of us. No guilt chips. No guilt. Zero. We are no guilt friends at all. Absolutely. Like you, like no guilt friends. Yeah. Yeah. There There is nothing to be guilty about within friendships. There is no... I think when you take those, that sense of obligation off of each other, like you have to, mm-hmm. um, there becomes like this freedom, right. right? To explore and freedom to be. You, you know, I can tell you at the last minute, I'm sorry. I know we were supposed to show up right. at eight o'clock, but like, I know it's like 745, but that's just not going to happen. Like last night. Yeah. 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 Tiff and the fam were supposed to come over to celebrate for my B-Day, but. Happy birthday, queen. Thanks, boo. But my husband had a ton of homework and a ton of work from his regular job. And he was just so overwhelmed. He was just like, tonight's not a good night. And Tiff didn't guilt. She was like, okay, no worries. No, and literally, that's what I texted. Okay, no worries. Love you. See you later. Bye. Yeah, and that's yeah. it. But I think it does create a safe space. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because when there's no guilt, then there's room for vulnerability. Yeah. And honesty. And that's what creates like that strong bond, that mm-hmm. strong friendship for sure. Yeah, for absolutely. Sure. Yeah. And I think that just knowing that... Um, when I need you, you'll be there. Mm-hmm. But if I can't be there for you for whatever reason, it's like, cool, catch you, catch you on the flip side. Catch you on the flip side. Yeah. 
Yeah. I think there's there there's like such a deep understanding right of life that comes with a no guilt a no guilt friendship. Right. You know, like right. I understand life is busy and mm-hmm. it sucks. I understand that we are women yeah. with hormones and absolutely <laughs> vaginas. <laughs> and what? <laughs> And vaginas can fuck up everything. <laughs> oh, damn. This is the vagina monologues part two. Da-da-da. Dialogues part two. <laughs> vagina dialogues. What? I thought it was the... Oh, well, these are the vagina dialogues. We are the vagina dialogues. Not the monologues. Not the monologues. <laughs> rabbit trail okay we're back and scene (laughs) scene. yeah no but i i think too um right for me my my friendships have become a safe space for me and the the no guilt of friendship keeps it a safe space right because i'm a wife I'm a mom. I'm a daughter. I, I I'm a student. There's so many labels and things and roles and responsibilities mm-hmm. that I feel like I am constantly trying my best and failing in on a regular basis. Who wants to throw in shitty friend on top of it? Right. Right. Then then I have no safe space. You know what I mean? There is no there's no place where I can just be. Right. You know what I mean? And so yeah, that 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 that's what did it. I think from jump being like, yo, we're gonna be friends, but we're gonna be like the cool kind of friends. <laughs> I'm not a regular friend. I'm a cool friend. <laughs> I'm the type of friend that won't guilt you, but I'll set your hell on fire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, you better respond to my text. <laughs> <clears throat> so Tiff. So how about your other friendships? What they looking like? Do you so, have a lot? Um, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I kind of, I kind of, through the years, have evolved in my idea of like not only what friendship is, but like who your friends really are. Right. And um, I think we've talked before. Um, just kind of like this whole like even Jesus like even with his like 12 Mm -hmm. he had his three right right? like there's like he had his three people that were part of his inner circle right Um, I call them the J3 like those people who were his rocks and who he shared more of his emotion and like who he was with and I and I've learned I think when I was younger, wait, first of all, let me preface it by saying this. <laughs> I was a dysfunctional person, very dysfunctional person in my younger years. More reasons why we're friends. Yes, very dysfunctional. Um, and so friendships to me, when I was in like middle school and high school, were very, um, they were things to collect. Uh, right yeah because it was like for me it was about being not for me personally but you see the popular girl who has all the friends and so it's like oh well if you get popular by having a lot of friends then I need to have a lot of friends and at that particular time in my life of course I'm just like first of all I'm a teenager 
I can't Im- wait. You were popular though, right? I was not popular. I can't imagine you not being popular. I was not popular. I was like on the line. I was on the border. Okay. Like I had friends who were popular friends, mm-hmm. but they were the popular ones. And I happened to just kind of like know them, but I was not popular. <laughs> I was not at all, especially into high school. First of all, I went to a very large high school. There was almost 4,000 kids. There was like 980 kids in my graduating class. So that that's so weird. That's like, how, how can you be popular mm-hmm. among 4,000 kids? But there were those that everybody knew. Holy cow. That everybody knew. <coughs> and so uh, we were very good at football. I mean, there were big football stars. Priest Holmes, Indy Kalu, they're very, they went to the pros, like big football stars. So we went to state. So there was just like a lot of like high school, I call it hullabaloo, (laughs) (laughs) you know, where you, and I was in this kind of thing, like, I didn't realize that there was life after high school. Ah. I was very like, I had a very narrow minded perspective on every kind of era of my life. Um, But so it was just kind of this thing, like I, if you had, if you needed to be popular, wanted to be popular, wanted to be valued, wanted to be seen, you right. had to have a lot of friends. And right. so there was kind of like this collection thing. Um, when I went into high school, like I was a total mess. Like wow. <laughs> it was a total mess. Not like school. I am now. Like I'm like. <laughs> no, now I'm totally put together and I have all my shit together. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. I don't see a therapist. Right. I don't run to my therapy appointments. <laughs> It's totally normal for me to wear my robe at three in the afternoon. Yeah. Totally. I don't tell my therapist, hey, you want to have a bottle of wine? You want to be my friend? Like, I don't say that at all. Um, <laughs> I'm totally functional. Um, Good job, Tiff. Thanks. <laughs> um, but so my friendships have, but I've always, even looking back, I've always had like that one friend that mm-hmm. was kind of like, or maybe two friends that were like my closest friends right that I actually did things with and actually went beyond you know Mm -hmm. even into even into my early 20s there was always like that one that one person wow right that Mm -hmm. one person do you have any like friends from childhood or from high school nope or from you you don't keep in touch with any of your nope I mean, I have like Facebook connections with some of them right. and I've become their photographer, but no, I don't have any wow. friendships from my past. Me either. Mm-mm. None, none at all. I don't have any either. My husband, on the other hand, like, what was it? New Year's Eve? He's outside and he's like making phone calls. I know. We're like, we're Billy. He's like <laughs> calling everybody he's ever known. <laughs> And uh, but I mean he still is very close to his yeah. some of his uh, elementary school friends and high school friends like not Facebook friends like when I'm in town I stop by to visit you I know your kids by name it's I don't know is that a man thing or? I don't know because my husband's like that too I right I know he has so- the Fab Five that's right. what we call them and they're like these five friends that they've all they kind of met at different places but they've been friends for thirty years wow thirty plus years. My mom's the same way. Really? My mom has friends that she still lunches with once a month that she has for probably 50 years. Holy cow. That is saying something. Like, I don't see a lot of female friendships that, that 
endure like that. That's a lot. That's awesome, though. It's awesome, yeah. My mom, uh, I don't know. I don't remember my mom having a lot of friendships. Like, I remember, like, you know, friends. Mm -hmm. But I don't remember my mom, um, like, going out to lunch with friends or going out to dinner with friends or friends just coming over. Like, every once in a while, we'd have friends come over to sit in the kitchen and just catch up and talk for a little while. But... It was, I guess, you know, she was too busy working and raising kids. <laughs> but Well, yeah. and But there's also, like, I think that you have to take into fact, like, people's personalities. Right. Um, like, I would say my mom has introverted qualities, but she's pretty extroverted. Right. Like, we just had a 70th birthday party for her. Mm-hmm. She invited 60 people, 58 showed up. Oh, wow. Like, if you would, if she would have invited 100 people, 99 would have shown up. Right. Right? That's just who she is. And she kept the li- – I didn't ask her to, but she kept the list of 50. Mm-hmm. Like, she could have literally invited 200 people to her birthday party. And wow. everybody would have been there that could have been. Wow. Um, but I think part of that is her personality, too. Right. Like, she's just – you know, I think about that. But it's so funny because a lot of people looking at my husband would say that he's kind of introverted, but the dude loves relationship. Yeah. Well, I think, I don't know. Michael is unique. I He has introverted tendencies, some introverted hobbies. Like he likes to read and work out and work out by himself. By him. Yeah. But. He doesn't strike me as an introvert at all. Really? Mm-mm. Like, you know, I, I, you know, anytime we're hanging out, he's talking, he's serving, he's entertaining, he's an amazing host, you mm-hmm. know, like, I don't he know. He is pretty extroverted. Yeah, in, yeah. That, in that way. Yeah, in that way he is. Right. But he's very relational. Right. He's like Billy. He'll he'll pick up the phone and call friends and, right. like, he's always on the phone. Always, like, bitch, I don't even call you. <laughs> Right, if you're calling me, it's an emergency. Yeah. Fallon's calling. What's wrong? <laughs> my phone's ringing. What do I do? <laughs> I need you to change my ringtone to a siren from now on. <laughs> I need that level of of. of yes. You of call urgency. and I'm like, what's wrong? <laughs> you see that TikTok I send you? <laughs> you didn't text me back. I just want to make sure you saw it. Last night, I almost, if you weren't going to respond to the clown college Oh TikTok, my God, you were going to call me? I was going to call you. Yeah, so Fallon's dream when she was a child was to go to clown college. And then this gorgeous girl on TikTok yes. posted a video of her first day at clown school and, and it gave me all the feels. She said that she was accomplishing a childhood dream. Yeah. See, it's good to know I'm not the only person. You are not the only who person who had a dream to go to clown college. Mm-hmm. And if you would have, you would have been married to Will Smith right now, hundred percent, hundred percent married married to Will Smith. And then what would he, what would he have said to me? Huh? He would have walked up and he would have been like, "Why them shoes so big?" <laughs> well, you know what they say about girls in big shoes. No, I don't know what they say about girls with big shoes. They got big feet. <laughs> uh, welcome Will to- Smith would have walked up to me and been like, can I squeeze your nose? 
Only if I can squeeze you, your, your, your. <laughs> Only if you promise not to stop. Hong Kong. <laughs> this is like some late night bullshit. <clears throat> it's 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 my fault. It's my fault. If we would have hung out last night and I could have got all this goofiness out of my system, I would have been here ready to attack this very serious subject. Right? This very serious subject of friendship as an adult. But instead <laughs> I love it, though. Thanks, boo. I wouldn't want you any other way. Thanks. Honk, honk. <laughs> Don't stop squeezing. <laughs> Do it again. Do it again. Is that a unicycle in your pants? Are you happy to see me? <laughs> Here, let me pull this banana out of my pocket. Oops. Is this a, is this a scarf? And another scarf? And another scarf. And another scarf. And another scarf. Here, I have some flowers for you. Smell them. Squirt, squirt. 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 <laughs> the jokes are endless. I, and then I tell them there's more where that came from. <laughs> Come get me. Come with me in my clown car. And I'll drive you to the spot. <laughs> I I feel like there's a chat GPT prompt for a story where a clown, a sexy clown, meets Will Smith. I think I'm gonna. I think we're gonna do it, and we'll put it. We'll put it on our TikTok. Yeah, yeah. Cheaper than rehab. Check it out. Done. Done. Oh my god, I can't wait. <laughs> Anyway, anyway, who's that? <laughs> this is why we're friends, you guys. We this should. is we have created this space in our friendship for absolute absurdity. And I think that to take this very comical moment, because we're very funny. I keep trying to tell people we're very funny to take this very comical moment on a serious rabbit trail. Like, I don't think women laugh enough. No. At all. I don't, I think even girlfriends that get together and are like, hey, let's go grab, a, you know, some wine or whatever, like, they're still talking about their marriages and their children and their, and there's nothing wrong with that. We absolutely have to have space for that. Absolutely. But we, one of the things that I love about our friendship is that <coughs> as old as I am, you're not that old. Old as the hills. You're not old. Don't say that. I'm 46. As old as I am, mm-hmm. right? And I say that just because I'm kind of like in that transition. That tra- Like we don't need to go through to a whole podcast about that. But <laughs> maybe next time. Midlife crisis right here. But like I can feel young with you. Right. And it's not because you're 36. It's because we allow ourselves to right. be the absurd teenagers that we really are inside just trying to figure out life. Right. And that is why it's cheaper than rehab. Mm -hmm. Right. In a lot of ways. Yeah. 
Tiff and Fowler goofy as shit. But in a lot of ways, I think we're kind of healing childhood trauma. Yeah, therapeutic for sure. It really, really is. Yeah. It really is. I think so too. And I think that, so when, when you talk about like friendship and like what you would look for in a friend, mm. like first of all, do you want to make new friends? <clears throat> um, You know... It's funny you say that because I've had several friends that, okay, uh, and when I say friends, I mean like people, there are levels, right? Right. There's my J3. Right. And then there's like those secondary friends Mm -hmm. where I think you could have the potential to get moved into the inner circle if circumstances were better, right? If we didn't live in different places or in different places in our life or whatever. And then there's like, you know, the tertiary circle, which is like, other football moms sure co-workers just you know people that I see at the hair shop all the time like you know yeah people that you share experiences with but you don't necessarily share yourself with right like we have each other's numbers to text but it'd probably never be more than you know hey can you bring that that thing you were talking about to practice so I can see what you're right. right so um Several of my my friends from the secondary circle have reached out to me recently just saying like either they would be in town and they wanted to hang out or, you know, just checking to see what I was doing and if I want to go to lunch. And I I told Billy, I was like, I would love to. I can't mentally handle introducing another person into the mix right now. And it's not even under like I'm not even thinking that we'll be best friends forever and I'm going to have to call and text you every single day. But to me, it's the level of guilt of me. Not everybody has a guilt-free friendship, right? Right. You know what I mean? So if I'm like, if I show any sort of reciprocity and then I can't follow through, then I'm shouldered with the guilt of that. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, even if you're in my secondary circle, I still care a lot about you. Sure. You know what I mean? And I don't want to have to deal with the guilt of, God, here I am. I'm letting another person down. I'm just not there in my life right now. Mm -hmm. So I think I'm at full capacity for Mm -hmm. the time being. Not that I'm not open to it, but I'm just trying to be wise about me as a resource. Sure. You know what I mean? Sure. What about you? I think, um, and I think just kind of, you're in a different phase, right? You got little kids, man. Little Little, little, little kids. Like, I know when the kids were little, like I had one friend that was it. Like, and I was <laughs> the same way. Like, I just don't have time. It's not that I don't love you or I don't value relationship right. or your story or you as a human. It's just, I, I have to prioritize. Right. And right. that it just friendships tend to, and I think that friendships are so different at every stage of life. True. You <clears> know, <throat> and for me now, I'm thinking of friendships very differently because I'm I'm transitioning into empty nesting, right? right? And so it's just Michael and I. Mm-hmm. And so now it's like, oh, maybe I should have invested some more of my time. But I do have friends that I could probably do that with. Right. There are people over the last five years that I've created friendships with right. that I could call and be like, Hey, let's go have some dinner. Let's take this to the next level. Let's take it to the next level. It's not me, it's you. Girl, you've been running through my mind all day. <laughs> Your feet must be tired. You want to go to Longhorn and share a salad with me? <laughs> Shout out to Longhorn. Nobody but you, baby. Longhorn. Sponsor, Sponsor us. us. 
I mean, seriously, though. We, we yeah, eat seriously. lunch there, like, all the time. <laughs> seriously. It would be really great if you did. At we love your bread. bread. <laughs> That's why you my boo. That's right, baby. We know. We know. So I just, I feel like friendships are different. And so I think that there are things to consider in every season of your life. And one of the things that you have to consider, too, is couples friends because that's like a whole like that could be its own podcast it's almost impossible to have friends at at this stage (sighs) in my life if you don't have a husband and that my husband enjoys hanging out yes like there's a lot of dynamic that goes into and these are the things that michael and i we were going on 20 years this year and we are a biracial blended family right and he is older than me Right. So he's he's not that much older, but he's seven years older than me, which is generationally different. Absolutely. So then when I have friends who are 35, he's almost 20 years older than them. Right. So there is a huge generational gap between him and if I have younger friends and I tend to have younger friends because I'm so young and hip and cool. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) And so, um, you know, and so it's just one and if 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 I meet a friend which I've met a lot of friends through the basketball community right if their husbands aren't really into making friends like it's like pulling teeth girl yeah it's like there's like all of these dynamics right it's hard it's very it's very hard yeah I am always open to friendships Mm -hmm. um but I think I'm like you I'm very reserved in how much energy I will put into those friendships. Right. I don't want, I think what I've learned with you though, is I can't close my mind mm-hmm. to the idea of, oper- of that there might be somebody else out there for me. But I, not I, to replace you, but uh, never, never, <laughs> never burn <laughs> never. your fucking house down. Flip these tables. But I think you shouldn't, you absolutely shouldn't close your mind to the possibility of friendships I think like like we talked about earlier it was very organic how it happened it, I, we didn't go into it thinking like okay this is a new potential candidate for friendship right it, it wasn't bumble for friends exactly yeah. Ex- that's an idea I think it's out there already oh nice she's, try though <laughs> I'm not on the socials. she's not on the socials guys so let me ask you this how, what do you contribute to our success as friends, even though we are in drastically different life phases right now? Um, maturity. Yeah. I know that sounds silly, but like there's a, that's a huge truthfulness in it. Right. Um, I think because we had realistic, I had realistic expectations and I think it's because I've been where you're at. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I've I've been there raising the small children. And so right. who am I to be like, fuck them kids? <laughs> Even though. Even though there are times. Like, if you catch me on a Friday afternoon, yeah. chances are I'm going to agree wholeheartedly with you. Yeah, absolutely. And we're ordering pizza and that's the end of that. And that's it. Um, but I think that that's part of it. I think knowing... Um, that we have a mutual respect for that in each other. Right. Of where we're at in each other's lives. Right. Um, and I think, I don't know, I feel like we have very healthy boundaries. Boundaries? What are those? With each other. 
<laughs> what are boundaries? <laughs> no, I, I, I do. But I think our friendship taught me the importance of knowing what my boundaries are up front. I yes. think in the past, I have fumbled what potentially could have been great friendships because I wasn't aware of what my own boundaries were until they were being crossed. And for me, we've talked about it, I have a tendency to throw the baby out with a bathwater mm-hmm. all the time. You know what I mean? You've crossed my boundary and it makes me uncomfortable, therefore this friendship is no longer viable. It took me to get to 36 to realize this is a conversation that friends can have. Right. And if it's a if it's a genuine friendship that's built on all the good stuff, then, you know, it can handle that conversation. Hey, guys, we're so glad you could join us today on our friendship episode. Tune in next week for part two, where we go over friendship breakups, heartbreaks and marital friendships. Bye. Bye.